Welcome back on Tiger Talk tonight. Again, our first program of the new sports calendar for Nevada Tiger and Lady Tiger Athletics. Mike Harbett back with you. Again, we'll remind you, St. Louis Cardinal Baseball, that is on the air currently on our sister station on 97.5 FM KNMO in Chicago against the Cubs. We'll join that here as well on 99.9 FM and AM 1240 once we are done with Tiger Talk tonight, which will be about the next 15 or 20 minutes. But uh, happy to be joined right now by Nevada High School and Middle Squad Lag Director uh, David Hawks, who uh, joined us on the program. Always like and we have our first Tiger Talk of the season to uh, get well, get the administrator in here as well to talk about some things that are not actually related to on the field or on the court. And uh, and uh, David's obviously been very busy. Uh, I know this summer uh, a lot of renovation work going on and uh, and I'm sure a lot of things to juggle uh, with all the construction over the school. So uh, uh, are you now glad that uh, school's underway and things are kind of getting back to normal? Yeah. Um, first of all, thanks. We're excited mm-hmm. to be back. Uh, yeah, it's um, it's. I'm glad that we're starting school. Um, it's kind of funny that this season or this summer, it kind of seems like things are starting to slow down now once school started <laughs> with all the construction and everything going on. But it, it was a good summer and a busy summer. Well, let's start with the most obvious thing before we get into the various teams and everything. And uh, those who have driven down Hickory Boulevard or Hickory Street obviously have noticed a, a difference in Logan Field. And uh, that was certainly an exciting project. Uh, that And uh, it's not done at the time we're talking, but you're getting close. Uh, certainly, uh, I'm sure a big uh, sigh of relief when that press box arrived yesterday and got that locked down and now it's just a matter of getting everything buttoned up yeah you know before I even started first of all I got to thank the community for for voting for that and and allowing that to happen for for our school district and our community itself it's very exciting like you said um yeah Tuesday watching the press box come in and be set was exciting um you know, I texted it to, to several old, old faculty members, you know, Coach McKinley. He was very excited to see that. Um uh, that project kind of come to fruition. Yeah, absolutely. And it had been the, the other than the turf uh, around where obviously they've been digging everything. The, the bleachers, just the new bleachers, just kind of sat dormant, just waiting on that uh, <laughs> on that press box. And there was various dates that got changed and everything else. And uh, obviously a lot of concern about whether or not it was going to be ready or not for the home opener. Well, the JV opener, which is this Monday, but uh, the varsity home opener on September second. But looks like that's all now going to be put to rest. And barring any unforeseen issues, should be ready at least for Monday, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, we hope, you know, we're not fully ready to go yet. Um, you know, I think we'll probably be working up until game time on Monday. <laughs> you, but, you'll find um, things on Monday. <laughs> yes, yes. So, but uh, yeah, we're excited. It was certainly a sigh of relief when it got on site and said, you know, and it's probably a good thing that there is a JV game first. Not that I want to discount the JV, mm-hmm. but it's probably a good thing that there is a JV game first, so you can find those bugs before the first varsity game on uh, September second. Yeah, absolutely. We got you know the electronics and the PA and the scoreboard. Make sure that all that's working on Monday before we head into the home opener for the varsity on Friday. Well, of course, uh, since we're talking about the football field, let's talk about some of the other things that are going on. And uh, from what I'm hearing, uh, participation is uh, is I want to say off the charts. I may be a bit. Strange strong but from what i'm hearing uh good participation numbers in the fall sports this year yeah very very good across the board really you know last year we had a successful fall season just kind of across the board um and that's that's certainly going to lead to higher numbers and higher participation so it's exciting to see more young athletes get involved um in everything across the board from volleyball to football softball um you know we're we're very happy with the numbers that we have you know I talked to Corey Dotson yesterday uh, and she had over 30 players uh, show up for you know competing for three different teams uh um I saw a lot of cross country runners out there when I was driving by the school yesterday and uh softball always strong so we're pretty blessed here at Nevada right yeah absolutely you know I think our um 
school enrollment hasn't really changed a whole lot over the course of <laughs> several <laughs> years, it seems like. But um, I do feel like we're on the right path to get just to get more people involved and active in school. Is there a lot of com- I know I know West does this with football, but is there are there conversations with the middle school student athletes as they're coming up and making sure you encourage them uh, to continue on in high school? And obviously, when they get to high school, there's even more things for them to take part in. Yeah, you know, I, I guess specifically in cross country, um, Coach Watts coaches both of those, so he's got a good little feeder for him. Um, I know that Coach Dotson has worked with volleyball middle school over the past couple weeks, a few days, um, to kind of build that relationship with those kids. But, yeah, we encourage the high school coaches to to support their middle school coaches and the middle school athletes. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to Logan Field. I actually meant to ask us uh, with the renovations, uh, how relieved are you now that uh, in the administration, for that matter, that uh, everybody will be on one side of the stadium now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> at least all the home fans are on yeah, one side. Yeah, that's of the stadium. Um, very exciting. Hopefully, it'll lead to a louder atmosphere for our for our football players um, to have all of our home fans on one side. Um, you know, I think that that'll be um, good for them. But I I guess I do want to say before we get too far, the student section will be moving mm. to the west end, okay. um, and the students. And the band will be on the west end nearest to the field house. In the bleachers. In okay. the bleachers. Okay. So we've that'll shifted be cord- them. That'll be cordoned off, I guess. And, yeah, okay. we'll, we'll, we'll get a signage up there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So that's good to know. And uh, they'll, of course, be closest to the football players as they're making their way out of the field house, which will be good for atmosphere on top of that. But uh, And I'm I'm sure some relief as well, because I'm sure you had to take some questions from other schools, visitors, you know, with the situation the way that it was. It was incredibly confusing for visitors and, uh, uh, and, and you know, it was a little bit embarrassing at times too, yes. not being able to tell them, yeah, this is your section. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure, I'm sure there's some relief there now. Yeah. You know, that, that's, that'll be nice. It's pretty clear now. I think when you walk into the stadium, you can, you can, it's clearly clear to tell which side is, is for the home, which side is for the visitor. So, um, you know, that'll be a nice for all the mm-hmm. staff during the football games. I don't, I think they'll have to avoid that question now. Any other, I know there's been a lot of concentration on, on uh, Logan field, any other facility upgrades that people ought to know about? Just the the high school in general. Middle school gym's got air conditioning. Middle school gym, (laughs) air conditioning, and the bleachers at the middle school gym. I um, saw those the other day. They they look really good in there, I think. So we're excited about that. Good. Uh, So uh, as you head into fall, uh, I'm sure that you 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 have constant contact with with Misha and things that are coming down the pike, things of points of emphasis, whether it's uh, on the field or off the field, anything that uh, people might want to know about from from the state side that they want to make a point of emphasis for? I think, you know, it's it's nothing new this year, but just in general, um, there's obviously a big concern with officiating. Um, you know, we had to cancel some or move some baseball games because we couldn't find officials. So, um, you know, I think the, the current crew crop of officials is getting older, so that we're trying to work – the state's trying to work in younger officials. So, you know, they've asked the fans and the coaches especially – to, to be aware of that, um, you know, to, to work with those younger officials and, um, you know, be gentle with them, I guess. Uh, <laughs> and, and I know our, our coaches are aware of that, and mm-hmm. we, we haven't had any issues from our coaches. Yeah, keep in mind, we're not, it's not professional sports here. Exactly. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> These guys are doing it because they love it, and we got to have them or we can't have the games. Yeah, that's and exactly right. Absolutely. And uh, in fact, that's affected the Nevada football schedule this year. You're going to have uh, a home game on a Thursday here in a couple of weeks because, yeah. of, because of that. We, um, yeah, I think, you know, the, obviously the whole area is, has, has a shortage. So we were asked to bump a game from a, from a Friday night, uh, you know, much like a lot of the area schools mm-hmm. are having to do. So um, we were, we had to 
move one of our home games up to a Thursday night. Yep, that'll be th- September the 8th against East Newton, which will be the Big 8 West opener, uh, as a matter of fact. And uh, uh, let's talk about uh, other things that are going on. Of course, you know, ticket uh, season tickets kind of got curtailed because of COVID there for a little while. Is that back up to full speed? Are those season passes available for those who want to take advantage of them? Yes, those season passes will, will be available by the end of the week for sure at um, the high school in the front office. Um, the ladies will have, have those passes. So yeah, come by and get them. Season passes are a hundred dollars still, and the individual passes are fifty dollars. Those are good for all home contests um, at the high school and middle school. You're not directly involved with this, I know, but uh, I was talking with somebody with uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, with the Nevada Sports All Booster Club, and uh, they had a record year of uh, of uh, receiving. I don't know if donations is the right word. Support, we'll put it that way. Record year of, of support uh, financially by a wide margin. Yeah, I mean, it just seems to be like there's a lot of excitement around Nevada athletics right now. And I don't know if football's leading that charge based off what they had did last year and what they have coming back, but it just seems like there's a lot of excitement around the programs right now. Yeah, absolutely. Miles Miller with the all sports booster does a phenomenal job and and we are, we're lucky to have that support from him and all the board members and and the community that, that helps support that all sports booster club. Um, You know, they, they allow our coaches to do some kind of fun things with their programs, um, you know, buying some, some nice uniforms, nicer equipment, whatever it might be. So, um, yeah, you know, I think that the overall success and probably football might lead that way, but you know, softball had a really strong year last year. So that, um, certainly helps. Um, but overall, I, I, I agree. The community is just, you know, continues to outdo themselves supporting the school every year. Yeah, it's probably important that people know that you and the, and the coaches don't have an open checkbook uh, to buy <laughs> to buy things. I mean, you're working with reduced budgets mm-hmm. uh, like everybody else. And so, so how, you know, how does that help in, in the procurement, uh, procurement rather, of uh, new equipment and, and our uniforms, whatever the case may be? Yeah, I mean, it, it, just like you said, I wished it was, um, you know, Division One athletics where you just, <laughs> you know, you're wish is our command but um, we, we really have to work hard to make everything work and, and with the support of that booster club mm-hmm. um, you know it, it makes our jobs a lot easier are, are, is, are the programs running into, into any supply issues I mean there's been a lot of, I was talking with Wes the other day I know there's a helmet issue that he's a little concerned about and things like that any supply issues that we have to be concerned about I think probably just across the board you know, <laughs> supply chain is always an issue it seems like you know we're getting our winter sports to try to you know, get their inventories done and see what they need um, and get them ordered because, you know, we, we tried to order something for basketball and, and the supplier said, well, it looks like a December 1st ship date at this point. So, um, you know, we try to stay on top of it with all, all the equipment for, you mm-hmm. know, I say winter, but we need to probably go ahead and look at the spring sports at this point to make sure we can we can get ahead of it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's uh, always fascinating to see how things work. We're all excited about getting things underway. Uh, first home date, uh, not till next week, but uh, on the road. In fact, you're going to rack up some miles on Friday, I know. So tell, <laughs> tell us about that. Yeah, so Friday we've got uh, the softball is playing in the um, Morrisville softball tournament. So they play kind of early afternoon. And then Friday night's the, the football opener at Springfield Catholic. So I'll be – luckily they're kind of on the way. So um, that will make the drive a little bit easier. Yeah, you, know, we, you were telling me the other day, I didn't actually realize this. It's probably good we point out that uh, there are some uh, road construction issues uh, down around I-44 and on 96. Uh, people – have thoughts of going that way uh so they probably ought to be aware of that right yeah i think you know 96 w- was closed and this was last week and i know that the mm. 
northbound exit off of 44 to 49 was closed last week. So I, I don't, not sure where that stands currently. Yeah, I was just reading an article in Job and Globe about that this morning at uh, the I-44 ramp heading to I-49 north. Mm-hmm. So that'd be people coming home. Yeah, uh, that that has that is closed. Okay. So uh, so people are gonna want to be aware of that. Uh, so I think I'll just jet over to 65 and <laughs> on 54 and make my way down to yep. Springfield that way. It might be the the best way to go at this point. But uh, uh, do you? kind of as you get to the start of the season do your juices get flowing a little bit even though you're not coaching anymore yeah definitely you know I I, um it's a little bit different but I get a good up close look at at kind of all the sports so I'm still learning every year learning about different sports as we go um but but I've I've loved it every minute minute of it well we look forward to it it's always an exciting time of year and uh look to get things underway should be a successful fall season uh for most all the sports activities and uh um, I know uh, the winter will be exciting as well. It always is. So uh, we're ready to get it cranked up and ready to go. And appreciate all the work that you all have done. And uh, you know, getting uh, you know from a from a broadcaster stand up <laughs> point of view, uh, I know it was a long time in coming. I know you all like to have done a lot sooner than what could be done. But looking forward to getting over that new facility at Logan Field. That's going to be fun. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're we're blessed to have you, Mike. I think you're you're obviously Thanks. one of the best in the area. So well, thank, thank you. you. Appreciate it. And I actually meant to ask before we go, because I know you're in constant communication with the Big A Conference. Uh, anything uh, happening there that people ought to be aware of? And yeah, does the mode of expansion uh, come down from the college ranks down to the high school conference mm. ranks? <laughs> you know, we, we haven't dealt with it thus far. Um, you know, hopefully we uh, we can steer clear of that for a mm. while. Everybody the, everybody seems solid, though, and uh, everybody's committed to the, to the Big A Conference. Yeah. That's point the way it's structured. As far as, as far as I can tell, you know, everyone's really happy when we, when we have our meetings. It, it, they always go really well, and it's it's a good group of schools, I feel like. Absolutely. Well, we look forward to it. Always exciting and uh, ready to get her cranked up. David, thanks for the time, and uh, best of luck over the next several weeks. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it. That's Nevada Athletic Director uh, David Hawks joining us on this segment of Tiger Talk. When we come back, we'll come back and wrap it up, tell you about the broadcast plans for football on Friday night and other things that are coming up. So we'll do that for this final time out on Tiger Talk.